You are now tuned into the Carefree Black Girl podcast, where we discuss everything Carefree Black and Girl. So, y'all, before we get into the conversation, the good stuff, make sure y'all take a second and subscribe. That's the most important thing that we need. Subscribe to, to us if you are using iTunes on podcasts. Wherever you are listening to the Carefree Black Girl podcast, make sure to subscribe. Hashtag, you can even Google it, Carefree Black Girl podcast. Um, definitely follow us on Instagram, Carefree Black Girl underscore Inc. And CFBG pod on Twitter. Yes, if you have any questions for us, any ideas, if you want to hear us talk about anything, email us, Carefree Black Girl podcast at gmail.com all right now let's get back into the conversation let's do this baby hey y'all it's What's ivy good? it's daj and actually we have a guest today miss sajay hi how are you i'm good how are you great like how's your day tell the people like where you from what you do um my day's good um i'm from toronto okay um yeah. That's my favorite rappers from Toronto. Nice. <laughs> um, Who's yeah. your Drake? Duh. Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just visiting um visiting my friends, of course, and um Labor Day stuff. Mm. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, so I'm a writer, digital content creator. Um I used to host a, a podcast as well at home. Um, but I'm starting another one called Free Goods. Oh, wow. And yeah, I just like write and produce stuff about anything I care about pretty much. What's your definition of a carefree black girl? Um, just one who's really unapologetic. Um, she, she steps into her purpose and she's not afraid to, you know, to big herself up and to go after what she deserves. Big up yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. That's dope. But how's, how's your weekend? How's everyone's weekend? I mean, I know it's just Saturday, but my weekend is good. My mom is in town from Rochester, so I've been showing her around. I've been trying to do things that I've never done or places that I don't go to, just restaurants. It's a huge city with a ton of things to do, but I just find myself doing the same stuff. So now that my mom is here, I'm just trying to do different things i went to an art show this weekend rez invited me to it was cool there was a guy from signed on there i'm mad i don't know his name but it was dope it it was um yeah it was different i have to catch up with my sign episodes because i haven't like really seen since like the new group came in I literally don't have a TV in my house. Well, I do. <laughs> now that my mom is home, too, she like, girl, I need to watch the news. I need to do something. My TV is small, so I'm like, I don't want that TV in my room until I get a bigger one. Um, So I don't watch Signed. I haven't seen anything. Nah, Signed is really good. But my weekend is okay. Um, I've just brought back the Ivy Show season two, so I'm working on that. I'm still, like, working on Iconic. Um, Yeah, like, my weekend's been good. It's been crazy this week, but um, we'll get into that. We'll get into my thousand meltdowns as we go. So I actually watched the Ivy show this week. Which one? Uh, with Poor Luxury. <laughs> Shout out to Poor Luxury. Like, that's really like my brother from another super dope kid. What music, wait, Sajay, you listen to? Because you're from Toronto. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to think that everyone just listens to Drake. That's so. absolutely incorrect. <laughs> um... Uh, actually, another Toronto artist, Daniel Caesar, he just dropped this really, really incredible project called Freudian, and okay. it is probably the most in your feels album that you'll hear for a, a, a minute. Daniel Floridian. Daniel Caesar, no. uh, Freudian, Freudian. 
No, I have Freudian. to get one. Yeah. Is he a rapper or a singer? He's a singer. He's, he's a, a beautiful, singer, Daniel yeah, he's Caesar. Dan yes. Caesar. He's super right. dope. So it's very like acoustic and stripped down and very gospel and very oh, like, I yeah. Love yeah, he's he's amazing. So that's I've been listening to that nonstop. That's what's up. I'm gonna check that out. This yeah. the show I went to this weekend. There, one of the performers, his name was Ishmael Levi. He was from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guys were like rappers, singers, but he gave me like Bob Marley vibes. Mm-hmm. He had a live band with him, and his performance was actually my favorite. Like, I got lost in his performance, mm. and I was just like, this is dope because it's a totally different genre of music from what everybody else is doing here. Or like mm-hmm. some people are probably totally checked out. Yeah. And then some people it's like an undeniable, just a groove. Yeah. So check him out. It's so funny. Like with music, I feel like I appreciate all different like types of music, but I find myself only like listening to like one, like really liking like that whole Drake sound that like mm. rapping, the singing. Like, I mean, I've been listening to like a lot of underground people this week. Um, Manny Little and Vino Worlds from Harlem. Like, they're like underground indie rappers, but mm-hmm. like, their songs are just so dope to me. They get me hype. Like, I think that's. Yeah, that's see. That's really the fame. I love rapping. I love listening to hip hop. Um, like Jay Z or somebody, Meek Mill, mm-hmm. Fab. I could listen to them all the time, but my choice of music is more. R&B, like, I'll put on a Robin Thicke album, Solange, Beyonce, mm-hmm. before I put on, like, a 21 Savage or Lil Uzi. I don't really know. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> so, I have a question. Mm. We like, Let's just all go around and say, what would be, like, four songs off our Carefree Black Girl playlist? Oh. Four songs on our Carefree Black Girl yes. playlist? I feel like I need a pen and paper. I need to think. <laughs> Hold on. I can't just. Yeah, I'm going to go last. This. Yeah. I got to. My <laughs> first one is... Beyonce and Jay Z upgrade you. Okay. That's my favorite song from them too. I just love how B is spitting to him. Like she's the best thing that ever happened to him. And I just feel like that's what I am in people's life. <laughs> I love it. And yours? Uh mine is Timberly Bubble Like Soup. Okay. Bubble like, like soup. I just feel like women in dance hall to me have always been like super powerful and super carefree, like from the beginning. So yeah, they've never been afraid to talk their shit. That's like, I love it. Okay, and I have two, just kind of like Dodge. I have 702 with my girls at from the front. Hey. Like, that is mine. <laughs> and Ladies Night with like Little Kim. Yeah. Yes. What was that? I think Angie Martinez was on that. Everybody wasn't. Everyone. Was Charlie Baltimore on that song or am I tripping? I, gotta I, feel, I feel like DeBrat was on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is late. But and that, that hot video, video was just like, yep. yes, the video was everything. Actually, you know what? I feel like maybe Debrat wasn't on it. She was just there. Like that was back. That was back in the day when, when everybody did just, cameos. Right. Oh my god! Just like what Leah and Crush on you. I loved that video. Um, the Crush on you little. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, she like, was in it. I miss that. Wait, my other song was, um. Encore mm. by Jay Z is my other song, even though he's a guy. But I just love the message. Like that's fair. Yeah, in that song, that's dope. Okay, we so. need to agree on like what's the left eye. Yeah. So it oh, was Little that. Kim, Angie Martinez, Left Eye, The Brat, and Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Yeah, yes, like, that was dope. That whole video, that whole era. Um, okay, so what's our one agreed upon, we think, like, Carefree Black Girl Anthem? I'm going to go Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. Okay. 
Well, yeah, because we got to <laughs> agree upon it. That's that the works. one. That works. All yeah. right. We could do that. If um, that's how you feeling. <laughs> nah, but you know what's crazy about, like, they were all, like, super dope, carefree black girls and very, like, fashionable. Like, just that time, just thinking of, like, the like the fashion they was wearing in those videos. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of, like, dope. Like, what's some of your, like. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. I think I think it's super dope how um, Tiana Taylor paid homage to Janet Jackson mm. at the VMA. She loved. Well, I didn't watch it, Jen. Awesome. I didn't watch it either, but mm-hmm. I just saw, like, what everybody were, of course. But I didn't watch it either. But um, Tiana Taylor looked super dope. From that haircut, the body, the outfit, everything. Yep. That's how I feel. Like, I didn't, I didn't see that one, but when she did um, homage to Little Kim, and she had the like, um, I think she was doing the all about the Benjamins. It was on oh. a hip hop honor, something like that. On yeah. Oh, you didn't even see the picture of her at the VMAs? No, I didn't see it. Let me show you. But she looked just, amazing. I don't really want to. I heard that like no, like no black artist got really was like got mentioned there. Mm. Then so at the VMAs. Oh, yeah, this is really dope. They were shining, but, yeah, obviously you want to go to get awarded and recognized. Yeah. But, again, I didn't watch it, so I don't really know. Um, They was just, like, I think the only, like, black artist that really was, I think, Kendrick that mm. won an award. Um, I Like, it's this guy, Bobby Simmons, that I work with, and he's just, like, this old hip-hop. Not old. Not when I say old, but, like, he's older than us, but, like, he Seasoned. was... You know, he's seasoned, but he's so knowledgeable of hip-hop. Yeah. And he was just saying how, like, he's trying to see, like, they're trying to, like, shrink, basically, the black impact on, like, pop culture and entertainment. Like, like I heard that Beyonce never got mentioned for anything. Like, just little things. So, what do you ladies think about that? Like, just black women and, like, hip-hop culture and just not, kind of, like, them trying to, like diminish us a little bit mm-hmm. like push the taylor swifts and like the katie perry's and yeah i think that black women we just we got the sauce mm-hmm. <laughs> we're undeniable and they like i don't want to be cliche and say like they get everything from us because you know some of them are original and have their own ideas mm-hmm. but will always be innovative like the stuff that black women come up with and um just our entrepreneur mindset and marketing and how we just do everything and push right. everything, our ideas, I think will will be around as far as like the awards and who wins and stuff. Like obviously, like we talked about that before right. with the Grammys, like obviously they can control that. Um, but as far as like social influence and other things that I think in today could be more important Mm-hmm. We definitely um, overpower the scene of like pop culture, art, and hip hop. Yeah. No, I was just it was just something to think about. Just dropping yeah. seeds, mm-hmm. but um, let's go. You want to go into fashion since we are on the yes? Why not? Fashion, fashion week is next week. Super Um, 
so we'll see we haven't seen but we'll get to see like all of the new fashions and stuff coming up for me um i guess like i curated a top five list of like my must-haves for this fall um so i'll let you guys know that so my top fives i think that good denim like a good pair of jeans mm-hmm. for me jeans and like a statement top jeans and a sexy top and a pair of boots is like my go-to look so definitely a good pair of denim um a good pair of black pants you need um whether they're high-waisted jeans whether they're like dress pants you just always need a good pair of black pants you can repeatedly wear those Uh, my third item will be a good pair of black booties because those are also very important you could put those on with a graphic tee you could dress them up you could dress them down it even like today i have on my booties and i was like hmm should i put on some kicks or some boots today and like the boots just gave me a whole different i can go somewhere now like if we decide to go somewhere after like boots you you need a good pair of black booties because i'm like i don't know when to start bringing the boots out like is it now it's now because you can even wear boots in the summertime like certain ones which are little cute floral dresses or whatever depending on the swag you want to have but it's definitely the time you don't want to bring like out too heavy of a boot now because i mean i've been wearing like my little ankle boots to work and stuff but i'm just like i don't know if i'm in like is it am i jumping too much into fall like i don't know it's weird. Leather ones are good. Just pay attention to probably like the textures. Like you don't want to start bringing out like the furs and <laughs> the winter suede's or whatever. Right. But like a good leather boot and a, a black booty is you could wear all seasons. Um. So my fourth one is going to be um crop sweaters because again with my little uniform look with the jeans, I feel like that's a good day to nighttime thing like if you just have on a sexy sweater with your jeans you could go on a date you could go to work you could go out or whatever and then the last one is gonna be sweater dresses because for me I don't always dress for comfort so I feel like oversized things that you could just throw on um, you could wear a sweater dress with your boots sneakers up or down so those would be my five what do y'all feel like is your go-to piece that you always Uh, or your go-to look like oh my god this is so hard because I feel like last year it was I stayed even with tones like I was like in the browns the beiges um but it was like the low boots the trench coats um a turtleneck is like to me I know it's winterish but like the thin ones I don't know. It's weird. You definitely gave me a vibe this summer. Like, I feel like you did a lot of pinks. You yeah. always be like, I wear black a lot. I feel like you definitely had like, the, like, was, flirty. You wore a lot of ruffles, but, like. That's true. Because I don't know. Flirty like, but it's pieces. summer. But I like dark colors in the winter. Like, I like the blacks. I like the grays, um, turtlenecks, trench coats, little boots, a red lip yeah (laughs) red lip definitely um like i don't know i'm also looking at in terms of like beauty like like navy nails is a fall to me well sajay what about you what's your like fall fashion um a good leather jacket like i a couple years ago i finally found like like the moto leather bomber of my dreams so 
that's like my go-to a lot. I wear a lot of uh, light jeans. Okay. Um, yeah, and a lot of black. I'm trying to break out of the habit of wearing a lot of black, but mm-hmm. like especially for the fall, like I, my my go-to's are always like a black or like a burgundy kind of mm. kind of. Color. It's just so nice, though. All mm-hmm. black yes. is so nice. Like I like wearing colors, but I when I shop and especially if I'm going for like all black, I always try to find something um, that's a little different from the classic piece like if it's a top I try to find one that maybe one shoulder go off Mm -hmm. or one shoulder is cut out or just something different so it's not just a solid piece but all black like an all black dress I'll have my stomach out or something with the dress like something Mm -hmm. to just you know Mm -hmm. make it a little different a statement piece Mm -hmm. But the leather is good. I think that some of the big trends for the fall we'll see. Definitely red. I think red is going to be a big, big color for fall. I've been seeing a lot of blogs and fashion magazines saying that anyways. But I think red on red is super sexy. Like all red looks. You should try red, Ivy. On our skin, it pops. It looks really good. I'm going to try it. It does. Mm -hmm. Um. Red, obviously, the beiges and the nudes, that's always will be in. And I think just I'm black woman, period. I love wearing stuff that matches my skin color. Mm -hmm. And that's like a monotone look. Mm -hmm. I think it looks super good and super attractive. So, Oh, I'm that excited to go shopping. I'm so excited. (laughs) I've just been collecting. I was making a joke with somebody saying how back, Mm-hmm. Like the fall season, I feel like it's kind of like back to school. How I've been collecting little pieces here and there, mm-hmm. even though I ain't going to school or nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw this um, article on L. I wanted to like tell y'all about. It says the fall runway trend gear zodiac sign should try. So I don't. What are y'all signs? I'm Scorpio. You're uh, Scorpio. Oh, you're. Yeah, both Scorpio. No, oh, I'm not ill. No, you're whoa, a, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, because it's real life animosity towards Scorpio. Scorpios are psychopaths. You nah, you you may not be a psychopath. All the Scorpios I've come across what? are or like psychopaths. You know how I know. Yeah, I know Scorpios like, got some shit with them. <laughs> we're just, but just we're just passionate people. Oh, it's different. Passionate in a yeah. dangerous way. It's fine. Just don't cross us. It's fine. Ivy, what's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. No. <laughs> I'm no, just we, we the second most hated sign, too. Like, I low-key hate Geminis, but only Gemini men, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's the same with the men. Scorpio men, too. See, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's, them. it's, it's always the men. the men of the sign <laughs> the that the are shit. terrible. <laughs> it's fine. Well, okay, let me read y'all. I'm a Virgo, mm. so let me read y'all what oh, it says for my season. fashion. Mm. Yes, and it's Virgo season. Shout out to us. So, Virgo, falls stars roll out the red carpet for you as the sun, glamorous Venus, and passionate Mars all visit your sign. Understated basics? No, thank you. Um, Not when the whole world feels like one giant catwalk. Sashay down life step and repeat in glitter dip boots. Since you're as practical as you're as fanciful, collect them in a different hill heights. A sparkling Chelsea boot is your daily staple in a stiletto-heeled stunner for wild autumn nights. It's like a picture of a slip dress and some glitter boots with a bomber jacket. It's so cute. Look at the picture. It's super cute. I think for as a Virgo, it totally goes with my style. It was so funny. And because I think that 
um, statement boots and just like embellished boots, glitter boots that'd be big for the fall. Like the YSL ones. Did y'all yeah, know I'm, the ones? I'm, Cardi wore them on the VMAs. I haven't watched. I don't know. Like, like I said, like I'm into like fashion or whatever, but lately I've just been stuck on like music. Like that's been giving all my attention. Yeah. So I haven't really been up on like fashion trends. I rely on you. Well, let me read yours. The Gemini says, ready, set, revitalize. With your wellness zone on fire this fall, you'll be a regular fixture at the fitness studio. Tuck into the season's array of hot track suits. Accent it with sequins or suede or some other offbeat fabric. Take the look from the Pilates studio to the party scene by swapping your sneakers for stilettos. Yep. You've got range, Gemini. <laughs> I think that totally that so goes cute. for you too because you run, you do a lot, you run around a lot, and you definitely always talk about like being comfortable, right. and this that's definitely really your swag. Yep, it's like your swag up a little bit, right. leveled up. Yes, swag leveled up. Okay, so for yours, Sajay Scorpio, it says mm, this word right here. With peripatetic <laughs> Jupiter breezing through your sign for the first time since 2005, anywhere but home is where you'll be, Scorpio. As you breeze from client pitch to industry mixer to late night drinks to that red eye, your outerwear will get some mileage. Make an entrance in an elegant trench coat, kench, cinched with a wide belt for added effect. Okay. And then this outfit, it's like a nice white blouse, jeans, sexy booties, and a trench coat. Like everything we was just talking about. Yeah. Just, you know, your oh, jeans, good cute. essentials, your booties, a nice shirt. And you could go from day to night. I think yeah. that's super dope. Um, so for my gallery, Loft Life, I'm going to be shooting my fall lookbook soon. So I'm looking for models right now. If anybody is interested, definitely reach out. My Instagram is everything NY. Um, you could DM me there. You could email the Carefree Black Girl Podcast at gmail.com if you're interested in being a model for the fall lookbook for Loft Life. So, Rihanna, um, I just saw her commercial drop for her Fenty Beauty that's dropping this fall. It was so nice. Did you see all the black, all the black queens in the video? <laughs> I saw, yeah, I did see the promo clip. The promo clip was so cute. It was so Rihanna. Like, um, I love the diversity in it. And it's funny because I was just saying that I'm like gonna, you know, fall back on the high end makeup products. And I feel like now I'm definitely got, I have to go to Sephora and support Rihanna because Fenty. It's just so chic and so her. But. I like the getting lipsticks from her. Like yeah. I'm also interested in Nicki Minaj lipsticks for Mac. They coming out with an Aaliyah collection too. I Mac. saw that. So that's good. I'm excited. Really excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of makeup, um, L'Oreal trans model, like they just fired her Monroe Bergdorf for basically calling out 
white people for being racist. Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And they just signed her on. Like, I think that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot. But them. I'm here for it. Like, that's what we need. We need people speaking up. Um, that says more a lot about L'Oreal than Yeah, that's super her, messy honestly. for them. 100%. It's like, do I have any L'Oreal products? I don't think so. Because <laughs> they got <laughs> to go. They have. Wait, like what's um I know we spoke about this on a prior like on a previous episode, but um we spoke about some of like the black owned makeup products we mm-hmm. use. What about you like in Toronto, what's like some of the brands out there? Um, there's one, there's actually there actually is one called Ajani Cosmetics. Okay. Um, they're Toronto based, black owned, and they have really dope um lip colors. They have like a lot like a really wide range of lip colors. Um Honestly, like any of the other black owned makeup spots that I buy from, it's it's like online and they're all based here. So there's not that much at home, unfortunately, or not or not that much that I know about other than a Johnny. Mm, that's dope. Who do you use? Do you try to like stay more into black owned products? Is that something that you're aware of or do you kind of just I want to, but like it's. It can be it's tricky because of access, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Anyways. Yes. And that's a good point to make even just how when something happens in the black community and we all be like, you know, boycott these businesses or yeah. support your black owned businesses. But it is super true. Like, you know, we could we could put out the blog posts. We could make the list of like here your local black owned businesses. But it's just like what's accessible to us and what we're so used to yeah. are these white corporations and it's so hard and it's like even for me as an individual because I always say like you know it starts with yourself um but even for me I definitely don't that's not something that I'm aware of like Mm -hmm. I think for maybe like skincare and things like that I want the black people stuff but like banking and restaurants we go to like I don't be like all right I'm about to take my chase account and go to the black bank mm-hmm. you know it's i mean i love black owned restaurants um, well yeah me too. so i don't know like <laughs> i get what you're saying like all right like well skincare and stuff but i think i'm trying to now be more aware because that's the problem i feel like we rely a lot on their products and mm-hmm. look at jewish communities like jewish communities they buy they keep their money in their like in their community with yeah. everything right they go to doctors jewish like everything is them and i feel like we have to really learn from them like i be on two fifth and i'm so confused on what's going on in harlem right now like okay this doesn't feel like harlem no more and i feel like that's because we didn't buy back into our communities i feel like that's because we just like spent our we gave them our like you know our money for them to build in our communities mm-hmm. like there's um black owned tissue like toilet paper right just i saw things just like yeah well, it's just about the like i said like access or like even knowing about it because sometimes exactly. i'll learn about it i'm just like oh i've never heard of this and where are we gonna get that tissue from and then it's like okay say if that's the only black owned tissue company <clears throat> What if we got to order online? <laughs> oh, wait, you know, right. like, are like, you really going to order? Out, but I really want to know what that tissue feel like. Like, what's <laughs> like? <laughs> like, can you send me a test roll? Like, like you know yeah, because, you know, like, I sometimes use the little the little Scott. Scott is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Textures are right. But that Charmin, like, I know I leave a lot of, like, it's, it's too soft. But it's the levels. I'm trying to think, as tissue. a black person, what kind of tissue will I make? Like, right. <laughs> like, a mixture of Charmin and Scott, yeah. like. This is that would actually be the perfect tissue. The, the per- 
make sure we just wiping our asses for whatever they give us this cardboard shit and we got a black person making you know velvet tissue like wiping our asses in a luxurious way right (laughs) as it was meant to be dodge looks so disgusting girl i'm just looking like (laughs) i don't even know how she's going this in depth about how the damn tissue feel we got we got we got really far that is like (laughs) nobody no, but just say for real, like if it was only accessible <laughs> online, we could only order this tissue online. Would you really? Yes, because we order we spend, it only. Bro, I use my card online more than I actually use cash. And day to day business, like I would definitely order that. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. Only you know? because like, it's like you would want to. Like, there's stuff that we want to do, but you, you know gotta I mean? build. You can try, but right. it's all. But it's also like if you're ordering it online, when is it gonna get here? And if you need toilet paper that day, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Even it's like, like with the pra- practical but things. But then that's when we'll go get our dollars. You know, we what we should have. Yeah. A couple dollars to go get a roll of tissue. I don't think we should just be relying on a shipment. But I'm just saying it's just something just to practice, like yeah, buying, like you know, take baby steps. I'm not saying just like oh one day just cut yeah. off all. No, but like learn about different products, learn about like, and then start just changing it slowly. Yeah, definitely for stuff like. How to budget it? Hundred percent, but definitely for stuff like makeup and and clothes and stuff. Like I definitely, mm-hmm. when I find out about a new brand, yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to like, I want to order from this place. I want to like, you know what I mean? So especially with makeup, like, right? It's I always want people to show me which ones they are and be like, okay, I'm gonna try these mm. things because if you spend your money on whatever's at Sephora. Right. You should spend your money because you might and that not like was it. Me before, like Sephora, I used to, like Mac lipsticks were seventeen dollars mm-hmm. a pop, and I have over twenty of them. Yeah, I don't understand that. That's and how many do you use? None. Oh, I use. I do use Honey Love. I love Honey Love. <laughs> but and that's just you, you always have your favorite. You have so woo, many. Woo. Nah, those three are like my favorite Macs that I always. Re- but you know, like I feel like we spend so much money. Yeah, I, that's not I seen there's a girl um on Instagram. Her name is like Milano De Rouge. Mm-hmm. She's from Philly. Um, she has a boutique. I don't know if she just, I don't know if she makes all of those pieces or is it just like her label on those items. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I guess she has like a um a sweatsuit or something that I was seeing. On my popular page, but I guess it's like a thousand dollars. Oh, whoa. and so, so she's a black girl, so people always like bigging her up and just like shot her out, saying they respect her hustle, they respect her grind or whatever. They want to support her. Um, you know, she wants she one of our sisters or whatever. But then people was posting like a thousand dollars. She tripping, oh shorty bugging. Like I ain't paying a thousand dollars for a sweatsuit. Then you had other people saying like, but y'all spend that money some right mm-hmm. on Gucci and all these other designers because it has that label or that name behind it. But you don't know how much time or how much money it took her to make her piece. Right. right. And why can't you support her? Because you know, she a black girl or whatever. So I think, just when you look at it in retrospect, it's like, hmm, would you, would I go to that black girl boutique and pay a thousand dollars on I a sweatsuit? Tra- I was trying to figure out, wait, who owns Fashion Nova? Because why is everyone in Fashion Nova? Is, is that a black, because 
Isn't I don't Sorella, know. Isn't which is that girl, um... She's from she's Heather, from Heather Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, Heather like Sanders. Sorella she Boutique. Own, she owns a boutique, and I don't feel like no one like really. It's not as big as Fashion Nova, and yeah. And everyone's in Fashion Nova, and I'm just like, what is this? Like, why? Because she has the same exact kind of looks. It could be boutique. just money and marketing, and you know that person from Fashion Nova could have just had a lot of money to send people free stuff and all these celebrities mm-hmm. to promote and then it just got so big that everybody was in fashion over who knows mm-hmm. everyone was in fashion over. but that's definitely a good point to make um i think that's what a lot of stuff when people been doing something for so long and putting in the work and then somebody else come out with like a similar product or whatever mm-hmm. and then they get the recognition like i wonder how does that person feel like do it make them want to stop fall back go I harder mean, do they always feel a like situation with kylie jenner and someone else people yeah people always so, say they copy and designs or but something. i feel like this if us as a community just take our you know, that person we relate to, like a Heather Saunders side, and be like, you know what, like, we're going to invest into her. Like, forget the rumors, like, forget that. I think what it is is we just be on the next wave, and it's... Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw. We, I also uh, saw know. somebody say something about um, SZA's career. They was like, that's the career that Dawn always been trying to get for the, like, past couple years. Dawn, Dawn making a band? Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yes, I thought that that was crazy enough. And that just made me think in general, you know, like when somebody even like all these all these like underground artists that's been that's super dope and been putting in like a lot of work, a lot of time, but they might not have such a big following or whatever. And then somebody come out. And then they just take off like you got me self-reflecting of like what to even do with like the platform of Ivy instead of like. That's just so true because I never thought like, damn, like Dawn really been out here. She and been out SZA. here, but then again, I she got SZA so much a talent. Years ago when she was open up for Janae Aiko, so I feel like that was kind. Of, like SZA was also putting in work. As she well. was putting yeah. in work, but Dawn, Dawn been been putting Dawn in work. Is, was also under Diddy, and everyone knows Diddy is not really into develop. He gets like you know that publishing from you, and then he's out. Mm-hmm. He has no really loyalty to you, so. I don't I don't really see a comparison between those two definitely with their style. It's just I think it's SZA's young. SZA is like who we relate to right now. Dawn was who, It could just be but, like the whole underground scene maybe or like the type of eccentric like Now she was Dawn was trying to put Dawn out. was eccentric and like remember like after the man like the band broke up like honestly like I've always kind of like watched Dawn a little bit and followed mm. her and even t- when she got into that group Dirty Money with Diddy, like, she's always had this kind of, like, damsel in distress, but trying to, like, stunt kind of vibe to her, and I feel like SZA is dope, and I love, and I'm not saying that SZA doesn't deserve, because she definitely does, but mm-hmm. I can see and understand why, like, because SZA got that, like, damsel in distress, I'm a side chick, but I'm sexy, and I'm getting better, and everyone relates. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same vibe, just different crowds. Shoot, like, Donald's trying, has been trying to, like, change her sound a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more, like, alternative R&B sounding, like, closer to what SZA's is doing. Dawn mm-hmm. is dope, though. I think she's super dope as an artist, and just, I think her story, and just, you can, with Dawn, I just feel like you could see the genuine work mm-hmm. that she puts in, mm-hmm. like, her worth her work ethic 
is there for sure. Diddy. And then I be seeing like all this weird stuff about SZA, like that she not putting out no more music. Whatever you see on social media is not always like true yeah. or whatever, but it just like uh stuff I be seeing. She not putting out another album. Um, or that she canceled or that she can't right. She canceled her tour mm-hmm. because she was depressed. Or it'd be like all this weird stuff I be seeing about I her. Honestly, I haven't read anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just heard the canceled tour because I'm really trying to go. It was just something because we were already talking about whatever we whatever we was talking about before. We was just talking about how um. Comparing just how like somebody that's been doing something for so long and then somebody that come out and do the same thing, but they just get. Yeah, because it couldn't because it couldn't. It's like because the point of it wasn't even more of like the specifically mm-hmm. today's sound. Mm-hmm. It was just saying like how where they are in their in their careers. Yeah, like somebody, even somebody saying like a fe- like a female rapper could be like, oh, even somebody could look at Tink or something and be like, oh, well, Tink been out here putting out music for mad long, and then look at Cardi B, nobody doing that to Tink. Yeah, she, you know, it wasn't more of their specific sound. It was just saying of comparing like a person that's been out. Yeah, I think it has more to do with you and timing than like I don't know. Because some people do so things too early. Yeah, so, like, I wasn't trying to compare. I would just say, like, I wasn't trying to compare um, Dawn and SZA, like, their sounds, you know, their specific sounds. I was comparing the general thing. Yeah, just, like, the ladder of success and how somebody could look at Dawn and say she has all these years under her belt or she been doing all of this and then they maybe look at SZA like well she just have a few years but people just like mm-hmm. hopping on because she with TDE or whatever and you know even like you could for another comparison like Cardi and Tink like I'm not comparing a specific sound but somebody could be like oh because Tar- Cardi is fair skin or whatever right. and she was on Instagram like they, they give her a song and say if Tink did Bodak Yellow or whatever it wouldn't <coughs> be this big or people yeah. wouldn't be going that crazy you know just comparing the latter not saying that they have a specific sound right. but just how I, I would between, <coughs> between Cardi and another person I would more compare Cardi with Jocelyn from Love and Hip Hop because Same. Jocelyn was jo- the way that Jocelyn saw her career was like what how, Cardi B just how, like how, yeah. waltzed in and did it. Or well, yeah, even to compare them to, but yeah. that would be more of like even write a different comparison because yeah. that's specific comparing I'm, the artists. I know, but I'm just here for Cardi though. Like I like how I she Cardi. did it. I feel like I'm always rooting for the underdogs. Yeah, and it's not. I don't feel like Jocelyn was ever really an underdog because she just. Already had the mindset that she's like, I'm gonna be this girl, I'm the Puerto Rican princess, and that fit because it was entertaining. But like Cardi, like Cardi, it was it just seemed more genuine. Her kind of yeah, it was a genuine thing, and I'm proud of her. Like making you know that billboard, her and Offset, super cute, definitely like, cute couple, super cute. Do y'all ever feel like you can't take, um, these artists or like quote-unquote artists that try to come out as reality stars first and like i think is then try to turn over to a music page and try to promote themselves and as an artist do you feel like they don't go as far they'll never be taken as seriously um like cardi was super rare yeah i feel like cardi was super duper rare usually i wouldn't but like cardi was like the anomaly right usually it doesn't work 
I don't think it's gonna keep happening. It was just it just worked for her. She's just yeah, and because she been just staying true to herself, it just worked for her. That was maybe truly written in in her past. But I just feel like yeah, when people be on loving hip hop and Mm -hmm. stuff first, and I just feel like your music is always gonna get overshadowed. By the drama. Yeah. And I mean, it's just how they're using the platform. Yeah. Honestly, because I feel like Cardi, yeah, like, I don't know if y'all noticed, um, like, for the first couple episodes she was on, it was, like, drama. It was about self. But then it quickly, like, she used her platform to just always pump her music. Yeah. And then she was actually, actually dropping music. Like, on Love & Hip Hop, they be in a studio every for episode. every episode. And I'm just like, why are y'all here? Like, where's the music? I think... Rashida from Love and Hip Hop had that one song, something about a wife. Can't think. Oh, I'm a um, boss chick. I can't think of it right now. But um, it was cute. And then she went right back into the drama. She used her platform for popularity and not right. for purpose. Hundred so. percent. Well, yeah, Cardi did the right way by leaving the show, especially because right. it's like if she was on the seasons after, I don't know. Like that's how you know it's really like she popularity had a plan. And purpose. She went. Like, and she did it the right yeah, way. She, you use it for the platform, and then you just. I mean, but else. even look at Jim Jones and Chrissy. Like, they was, I think they was really trying to have that show be a purpose to show, yeah. like, you know, this is the ups and downs, but it can work. And when they left, it was because they, you know, like, the show was getting popular for the drama. So yeah. I kind of, like, always thought that, like, Jim Jones get overshadowed. Not as, like, a rapper, but as a person. Like, he left that show because it just didn't morally fit right with him. And he said it in the interview with Flex. Oh, wow. So, um, and he was the one that, like, came and... Like he like they hired Mona Scott on some like you know they trusted her yeah it was supposed but to it be was their like their idea. show it was yeah. their show and then he left and was just like this is not what I'm and I respect him like a hundred mm-hmm. more percent I don't even know that but like it's just cool like what people do for I mean it goes to popularity like just even to go into that. This week, a lot of people have been, like, telling me to go deeper into, like, self-esteem. So I feel like sometimes, even career-wise, like, you got to realize, like, your self-esteem affects if you're doing something for popularity or if you're genuinely following your passion. So um, that's another reason why I think people should focus and really build their self-esteem and their confidence because that subconsciously gears your, like, your thoughts, your your moves, like, and that's something we got to, like, you know, be aware of. Even if you feel like you're about to do something for popularity, just, like, think and acknowledge, like, all right, this is because I'm not, you know, like, yeah. something to think of. And, and just fo- even, like, following your dreams and, like, doing what you want to do is right. definitely you need right. some strong mental for that. You got to be strong to, like, know what's right for you and which way you should go, like, even yeah. with working for other people and working for yourself. Uh, knowing yeah. which jobs to take career That's levels true. or whatever. So it's like 
these celebrities, that's how I like judge them, honestly. Like I know a lot of people talk about Beyonce, but I feel like entertainment is really like her passion and like mm-hmm. she you know, and her purpose and how she comes off is just dope as a carefree black girl. Like she stays true to that. And she yeah, like a lot of people don't like cause she's not an open book, but she's trying to say my purpose is to really like provide this art and that's what you are like you're yeah. gonna get from me like that's all you're like you're old to get you know like you don't deserve to know like my private part right right and yeah. that just makes yes. me love her and respect her more because people just put everything into it to like and we don't even need all that like, right and it's, it's like she's probably the, one of the hardest working hardest if working. not the hardest working entertainer I, right now a friend of mine said the other day to me, she's like, do you remember when Beyonce couldn't dance? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? What are about? you talking about? But then I thought about it and there was a point, but she, she pushed herself so hard. And learned how to, oh, it was like pre, um, pre single ladies. Yes. Pre-single like, cause there was a, there was a moment a couple like a while ago, like a long time ago now mm-hmm. where I'm just like, she can sing, but like, you know what I mean? But now she's like she an really, incredible dancer. Cause she became a student of the art yeah. and like, she really, she learned. doesn't play. Yes, because she did it's like that. She they were trying to push her so into that popular kind of lane. Yeah. And then she became soulful. And if you listen to that song, listen, and the voice, like, she yep. tells us everything in her music. But we want the scandals. We want the messiness. Right. And it's like, she's telling us everything we need to know. Like, yeah. Even when Lemonade and 444, I'm just like... We got it in such a classy way, and I, mm-hmm. yes. still don't I don't know why more as a, people don't try to follow them and be like Beyonce. Like, if I was like so deep into the industry, how a lot of these girls are, Beyonce is such she's like an idol she woman to follow and want to be like for she's, sure. She's definitely the blueprint, but. I don't know how we got into Beyonce. We went from tissue from black people to this. To All Beyonce. roads lead to Beyonce. I know because just she's so dope. Like I do love her. Um, but just to like switch things up a little bit, we have to you know not just talk, but I want to touch like shed light like our prayers and our thoughts are with everyone that's in Houston. Um, that's getting you know that's affected by like Hurricane Harvey. Like it's just crazy. They were saying I think it's it's bigger than Hurricane Katrina. Oh wow. Um, so it's just such a scary thing. So I feel like, you know, my heart's about, you know, all of us as carefree black girls, we're here rooting for you guys. I know, like, I've donated, like, some stuff. So mm. definitely check oh, out. Oh, that's and amazing, Ivy. What? what you donated? Pillows and stuff. Like, my dad does, like, this big little gift box. But, oh, wow. oh that's so you nice. You know, because, like, my dad's from Puerto Rico, too. So mm-hmm. I think he was telling me, like, a hurricane hit home. So, mm-hmm. and I even saw the um, artist Lex Lavo, he posted that, too. So, it was just like it's something in me, like you know. But thinking of Beyonce and that, it's just like people were really trying to rag her for not coming, you know, not donating, and she donated seven million dollars, and you know, didn't feel, yeah, and no one knew, and that's how it's supposed to be. Like I love all the challenges that people are doing on social media. Like I love it; it shows us being together. But I want everyone to make sure that the purpose is always genuine and helping those exactly and that's what it's always about yes yeah like at all so you know yeah her stuff is always anonymous though like people will find it after the fact like they'll you know stands will dig it up and figure out like put two together like it'll be like anonymous or like in the name of like her assistant like all kinds of stuff and then it's like when when she is i think front present they're like oh why she want to be here now exactly Bro, it's not about why are y'all focused on her and not the actual cause. Yeah, like, 
those fuds are those videos though that like i've been seeing super scary like natural disasters and water i am so terrified and i think that like i couldn't imagine for one being there and just losing everything Mm -hmm. and i'll be just looking around in my room sometimes like damn i really could not imagine all of this right now being underwater being damaged like do y'all ever do that sometimes like when you think about see a flood or something just sit and yet wherever you at and be like everything is gone what if all of this was underwater right now and I was watching, like, I mean, well, not talking about, because I hate this man, Donald Trump. And I feel like this is one hell of a, I don't know if God is trying to tell us, bro, this is not the man for y'all. Like, something is going on, because since Trump has been in office, we got nuclear th- threats. We got, mm-hmm. we got you know, white people out in Virginia really rising up. Like, it's just so much. Yeah. Or is this maybe our first, like, adult? I'm not well like, I don't know we always our parents did see stuff like this too is this our time that we're yeah like, this I was just about, about to say that yeah. like when people be saying like oh this is the worst stuff has been and then you always think back or right. hear people like well we've went through worse or we've you know it's always patterns in a world of just like crazy natural disasters or crazy war or whatever like so we've saying, seen just like a craziness a in the world before um well yeah yes it's definitely been worse because i don't know like sometimes i always think about like well not always but even when people are talking about slavery and just imagine like literally like i can't even hold my tongue now like i always was getting popped as a child so yeah like i don't know (laughs) authority wise if i was like what? Yeah, it would have never been no Ivy because they would have been popular. Yeah, I wouldn't, al- I wouldn't last so long either. Yeah. Oh, like- I knew. So it seemed like the areas where black people live at, like it just be a lot of natural disasters and things going on. So sometimes I do be wondering like, hmm, did they do this? Did they know it was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, is it, I've heard of the term like environmental, environmental racism. racism before. Yeah, like yeah. is it just, it just so happens <laughs> that black people live in those areas world. where things that the government necessarily might have not done on purpose, but it just so happens that those areas have bad you know, levees or well. bad yeah. air or whatever. They definitely like build a lot of those communities in spaces like we were saying that like they know it like it's like a low lying area. It's like prone to flooding or it's on a fault line, like all these things they purposely like build black communities in those spaces or like oh oh you guys want to move now migrate okay move to this oh wow yeah. yeah so it's it's i don't think it's a coincidence either so um is that why they pushing all of us to the bronx i mean stop <laughs> what's Jeez. wrong with the bronx girl i <laughs> <laughs> like me stop now nah, but everyone is moving to the bronx though like everyone mm. like, isn't it just because it's cheaper there yeah, because it's hello, next to get gentrified. So it, they're, it's oh my gosh. Yeah, I cannot deal. Like the Bronx has always been my favorite place. You know, it's cheap. Like I love Harlem. I'm a Harlem girl, but like, um, when I move, like you know, I would say like I would be able to live in the Bronx because it's not so accessible. But it's mm-hmm. I don't know. And now everybody's moving to the Bronx, and it's just like, yeah, I boom. wouldn't live in the Bronx. I feel like. I'm good in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I will maybe try Harlem, but I'm Harlem definitely good in Brooklyn. 
I think if I would have like grew up in like Brooklyn then, but when I come out here, I feel like I'm in a whole different. Yeah, world. I don't want to be. I know oh, that Harlem crazy. is lit, but I definitely don't want to be like no borough hopping chick. Like <laughs> I'm <laughs> definitely Brooklyn, Brooklyn down. So I don't want to wow, 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 <laughs> get wow. out of here, girl. I hate when people be trying to comfort me. Like, no. girl, you from Rochester, girl? Bye. Like, you know what? At the art show I was at this weekend, the dude, the singer guy, he was like, "I'm from Texas, but Brooklyn adopted me. Brooklyn adopted wow. me." I was laughing because I was trying to be cute, but I'm in my head like me too me too yeah yeah Brooklyn is after me so, so it was funny. funny but I'm like yeah Yo, I'm really y'all gotta see Dodge and the way <laughs> with the finger like her that little finger be going I gotta put some tape no, on it like, it's, it's really crazy but back we just say just like definitely again our thoughts and prayers are with Houston um I think what if we like kind of like did like a little carefree black girl yeah, we should donation like where we can have you know like a peel we could do a carefree black girl drive yeah i've never been to texas but i definitely want i've been to do yeah, i want to go something so we should definitely some do something Yes, and take it to Texas. I think it's so crazy, yo. Even like when um it, there were flooding in Louisiana, maybe like a month or so ago or whatever, I saw a video of a dude and he was saying how for the past couple months he's been collecting school supplies and book bags. Like he was going to do a a book bag drive mm-hmm. or whatever and his house flooded and he it, it was so sad to watch because he was like all of that stuff is ruined and he the video was of him in his home walking around with like rain boots on and he was just like yo all those book bags all those supplies like I've been collecting this stuff for a month and he was just like y'all know what but y'all but I'm gonna still pull it together I'm gonna still do the drive I'm gonna figure oh, it wow. out and it's yes. just like wow that's, so that's it's some strong people you know like right, we I, I'm so mad because I was trying to find i can't it was on my popular page so i couldn't find exact or i probably you know how they be like right. you um you be you lurking so hard you end up back on your own page <laughs> so i don't know how i ended up on his page i was so mad i couldn't refind it but it was super sad and it was super touching like wow people Not and it's sad to me that's kind of like powerful and kind of um, powerful but just even how we say talking about self-esteem and it's super humbling and it's super just to think about how mm-hmm. people could bounce back like i really could not imagine losing my things and then it's people who like he not even thinking about his own personal stuff he thinking about the stuff for other people there's a blind at my six head buried in some partner and I wish I knew more fucking authors shaping up why do you have that champagne bottle um tatted on you is that your only tap no I have a, I have a couple but champagne to me like just the popping of the bottle just is just like success, success. celebration. Um, and I put it right here because I want people to see and ask me like, 
why did you get that so I could kind of like inspire them like for success for going hard for celebrating for living every day like it should last like just imagine every time you pop champagne like it's a good feeling whether it's Mm -hmm. bringing in a new year whether it's in the club like that's something I really like want to live life like and yeah I want everyone else too. So, yes, so place like, Ron Brown's pop champagne. Pop sh- even that song. <laughs> we need more about a Sarah Brown Harry. Oh, <laughs> yes, notice. that is my jam. But <laughs> so yes, yes, but um, Sajay, you have any tats? Um, yeah, I have two small ones. Oh, I have three now. Um, I have to write is to live forever on my wrist. Okay. Um, I have music notes behind my ear, and then I have an adinkra symbol on my wrist. Also, it means um, the earth has weight. Or the divinity of Mother Earth. Nice. I don't have any. (laughs) Getting a tattoo is like putting a bumper sticker on a Bentley. Oh. Oh. No, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Hold up. I want more. Right. I want more. (laughs) No, get them. They're beautiful. I just, I feel like at this point in my life, if you don't have them, why do it? No, it's just I don't know. I'm scared. I'm a child. I feel like my tattoo, it's like. Like, sounds crazy, but it's like a passport. Like, I'm really experienced. It's just different things. I'd rather have a full passport, like a passport with a whole bunch of stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, that's how I'm going to take my that's tattoos. Dope. Pa- that's dope. Passport That's a nice way to look at it. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. scary. Oh, yeah. What y'all doing I for the like weekend? Blue. It's Labor Day on Monday. Y'all going to the parade? Yes. Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to be there, I'm breaking going. it down. Yeah. I'm excited. I went to Juve like a couple years ago, or two years in a row. The first year I went was amazing. You you know what Juve is? Yeah, yeah. So it was an amazing, I'm not like, all right, I'm Caribbean, I guess, because I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm really also another person that's just like into this hardcore, like hip hop, rap, Migo. So I don't like, like reggae music and all of that. Well, yeah. not like it, but I'm just not like into it. So I went with my god sister who's Trini mm-hmm. and it was uh, the energy in Juve was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. it was even fun getting paint thrown on me. But then when I went home, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know how they do this on the regular. Like, yeah, I've never great. been Every to Juve, but I've been, been to the parade. Caribbean but not vibes. To like, yeah, really. Like, yeah, energy is there. And that's that's what I like love for, but I don't yeah, like what island you from the islands? Yeah, my mom's Jamaican and my dad's Trini, but I I grew up like strictly on my Jamaican side. Yes, oh, girl. Yeah. I'm Jamaican. <laughs> but I'm ready for the parade. I do want some homemade Caribbean food that I've never had like homemade like Caribbean food ever. Mm. Like I've never like a you know, I've never had Caribbean oxtails. Like I had a Puerto Rican make it for me and yeah. I bought it from like a Jamaican restaurant, but that's what I need for before I end my 2017. Like okay. homemade real Jamaican. homemade. Caribbean my roommate food. bought me some. I think I don't know if I'm saying it wrong, but Aki and Kalulu. Uh, <laughs> Aki and Kalulu. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I never ate it. I didn't eat it. I felt bad. Mm. I was like, no, this don't look. It looked no, like. No, we're not gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we not. Not gonna do that. I'm like, where's Dodge taking this? But that's really what. Okay, like just to get back, so it'll be easy. But I really want before 2017. Like, so if you are listening to this, um, and you want me over for you know a dinner, um, please invite me. (laughs) Write me at the Carefree Black Girl Pod on Twitter. I be like blue on Twitter. I will travel and I will come and I will eat and we will just have. I'll bring the wine. And we'll have, um, you know, a big Sunday carefree black girl dinner. So 
Nice. Shout out to Brie, Carefree yes. Black Girl Brie. She just dropped her ebook. Her ebook plant based. Plant based Brie is her cookbook today. Nice. So you could follow her at Brianna Danielle yes, on where Instagram. She, where she begins on Twitter. Shout out to Brie though, like because she's honestly to me changing like the whole image I've had of like vegan eating. Like her food looks amazing, and I've always been under the stigma that it's I just see kale. No, so like it just uh, like it just wasn't appealing to me. Mm. And then Brie puts out this cookbook with these like amazing looking recipes that I'm just like, this looks good. Like I can eat this. It's just you know let a black woman do that for the community. Like really show that you can be healthy. So it can dope. taste good. It's because I think that's really a stigma for me that I just always felt like I wouldn't find anything that actually tastes good. That's mm. completely like vegan. Okay. okay, so Sajay, what's next for you, girl? Um, after this, well, this weekend, um, like we were saying, I'm going to the parade. We're going to a party later tonight. Um, and then I have to go back home to Toronto on Tuesday, and just back to work. Um, working on some art exhibits. I have some pieces that I need to finish writing, but yeah, just kind of always working. So, I guess for me, I'll just be. Working on my lookbook, remember to hit me up if there's anybody interested in that. Um, I have to, yeah, work on Iconic. Like, so I have, like, actual, like, work work to do this weekend. <laughs> um, my, my nephew just turned two, so I wanted to take him to the Children's Museum on Monday, send him off, um, just do something for, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I haven't really been into, like, partying mode mm. this weekend. I know it's, like, Labor Day and, like, the energy is high, but... I'm really into like our structure in my September. Yes, me too. It feels good though. I feel like this, like just transitioning into fall in this new month, like it feels good. And I don't know. I definitely been dealing with a lot. I don't know. It just feel like a natural weight been lifted off my shoulder. Like it's some fresh air outside. I feel like (laughs) we about to like go into the fourth quarter of the year like to, I, I break my years into quarters so we're like closing out third quarter fourth quarter is like kind of proving to yourself that you everything you said in first quarter like really came to fruition and yep. like just evolving as a person for the year so i think that's why like to me september is like the most self-reflecting month for me like going into this month i'm like this is how i'm gonna close out my year as a person as a businesswoman as just you know ivy you know who you know just me so like that's good that you have that glow because that means you're really evolving. And and to me, like, you know, right now is a struggle month. Like, for, like, a lot of people I notice, but it's because we're really becoming who we knew we were going to become in the first quarter. So, it's dope. Nice. Fourth quarter. But, yes, make sure to follow Brie, Brianna Danielle underscore. Um, definitely, please go check out her ebook for, like, the vegans for plant-based Brie. Um, you can find me on social media, Ivy Like Blue, no E. Instagram, Twitter, definitely check out Iconic and the new season to the Ivy Show. Yeah. Everything and why is my Instagram. This is Daj. No Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get her a Twitter because oh this is just <laughs> I just feel like you're not really Just follow the, me on Instagram at everything NY. Yes. It'll be Dodge's fan page. Amazing. <laughs> so the Dodge that, Dynasty. Anyone that likes Dave <laughs> East, just send her a location. So. 
So oh I my said, gosh! Don't do that. Don't send do her like styles, that. like you know, like yes, we're gonna make a Dodge Dynasty man page. Everything in while you know what you said. The next door girl with a lot of flavor. The girl next door with a whole lot of flavor. Yep. So it's lit. Um, I'm Jay Fiasco on everything, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And nice. We are out. Deuces. Bye, y'all.